0: Hey, gang, sorry for the delay this week, but here's how we're making it up to you with a bonus ode or a boner rep, whatever you want to call it. Thomas Trance was kind enough to be our guest, and wouldn't you know it, when your guest is a sports reporter, you actually wind up talking about sports an awful lot. This is a lot of Canucks talk, a bit of Leafs chatter, and while it's not a laughless affair, we weren't sure if it would play to a wider, more comedy-focused audience. Apologies once again on the audio issues this week, but I did the best I could, and if you're hungry for more Real Good Show, by all means, dig in.
1: Real good. drill good they real good. 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 Real good
0: Gentlemen, thank you for being here, Tom. Uh, I know you you came to town for probably the Young Stars Tournament.
1: Yeah, that was part of it. (laughs) It
0: was going on in Penticton. Well, it's just a nice opportunity to come home, too.
2: Should we explain what the Young Stars Tournament is for...
0: Uh, Yeah, it's a hockey tournament that goes on in Penticton every year before uh, main camps open in the NHL, where I think uh, the Canucks, Flames... Uh, jets, yes. Oilers, and, that's and it used it. to that's be like it. the Sharks
1: too, and the Ducks. The yeah. Sharks and the Coyotes, I think, have all been here at the tournament one or
0: another. But they don't not do it anymore. Yeah. It's just the Canadian teams. Well, uh, you probably got a good look at some at some fun hockey action.
1: Yeah, you know what? It was good. There was actually a lot of talent there this year uh, and a lot of energy because McDavid was there. So there was a ton of fans. Like, it was uh, it was a packed rink. Uh, felt like the season was sort of getting going again. Plus, the weather was great. There's awesome wine up there, like really good restaurants now too because it's sort of a legitimate tourist spot. So it was a great place to, you know, hang out by the pool and then you go to the games. And good thing is you've got, you know, most of the head coaches, all of the GMs, most of the scouting staffs. It's like hockey reporter mecca. It's a really good way to ease yourself into the tournament. Plus, you get to see, you know, I got to see McDavid sat down by uh, Canucks super prospect and cult hero Jake Vertan. No, oh, God. God. <laughs> <laughs> got, to see, um, got to see, you know, Darnell Nurse played well. Got to see Leon Dreisaitl, uh struggle to keep up with play. Uh oh. Ehlers was completely invisible. These are all, like... Weird hockey prospects who don't even play in the end. Yeah, yeah, ninety
3: percent.
0: But I'm, I'm glad Joe that like Nikolai like, Ehlers was invisible because I was so sad that the Canucks took Vertanen instead of him. Yeah,
1: no, it was good. A lot of comments on the Canucks Army blog right now that are like, after all that this site is said about Ehlers. You
3: know? <laughs> well, and if we, if we've learned anything about hockey, it's that you can tell everything about a player by three exhibition games. So,
1: <laughs> and these are like. Like, exhibition might be too kind. Very kind, yeah, (laughs) for what it is, yeah. guy's, like, just met.
3: Pre-exhibition, I'm probably
1: never
0: going to say these words again, but I felt bad for Edmonton fans uh, because, (laughs) like, a lot of people went to see McDavid, like, put on an Oilers jersey for the very first time. In a professional environment. (laughs) Um, And they, like, scratched him from, like, half the games they played. Did
2: he only play one game, or?
1: But that always happens. It's like, uh, it's uh, it's actually, um, you know, the Canucks scratched Brendan Gantz. Uh, um, yeah, and very, so pretty, pretty many close fans to McDavid. were yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> Canucks no, no. fans were aggravated. How no, dare no. you scratch Brendan Gantz. I came all this
1: way to see him. <laughs> no one was pissed, <laughs> ever, <laughs> that he was scratched. But, uh, you know, it's like a reward. Like, at the end of the day, the real players aren't there. The fact that McDavid barely played means that he's a, a real yeah, player. Yeah, it was shocking
3: that he even went, to be honest. For, Realistically, for sure. yeah. I wouldn't
1: have put him in that position. And uh, and then he gets tagged, and the Edmonton media loses it for a day, Yes, uh, which is super fun.
0: Let's see if I can look that up right now. Yeah, no, they're
1: going to spend the whole season just frothing at the mouth every time McDavid gets hit, and I'm worried for them because, you know, we've sort of known, like, uh, I think about Cassie and Gagne, right? Yeah. And how that was a story in Edmonton for, like, two years.
2: And we just, like, forgot about
1: it. Everyone else forgot about it. Yeah. It was, you know, he got suspended for five games. It was a weird moment. Everyone sort of expects Cassian to be both dirty and kind of dumb. Uh, you know, it barely registered in the hockey subconscious, but Edmonton's been obsessed about it. like police. I
0: kind of liked him for those reasons, though.
1: Right, no, I totally <laughs> Yeah,
2: Yeah, he was kind of on the edge and, like, a little crazy.
1: But, you know, they're like, he, Vertanen should be a marked man for the rest of the season.
3: I agree. Someone should shoot him. <laughs> That's what we're talking about, right, Guns? <laughs> yeah, here
0: it yeah. is right now. Derek Van Deest from the Edmonton Sun. Call me old school, but you can't let your star get hit like that. There should have been four guys jumping Vertanen. Vertanen is a marked man now, which is the right thing for the Oilers to do. Clean hit or not, McDavid is off limits, IMO. Hashtag meal ticket. Which, like, it couldn't have been more clean. And that's part of the thing that, like, pisses me off about hockey lately. It doesn't seem... Like, if you just, like, throw a clean hit, if it's a big hit, doesn't matter. Gloves are being dropped. Yeah. Because fuck you for playing hockey. I
2: find the best yes. example of that was the the Willie Mitchell hit on Taves. Yeah. Where there was, like, a 2-on-0 at the other end, and they had to stop play because
0: people were jumping Willie Mitchell. And I understand it's Jonathan Taves getting hit, but, like... But, like, you know... It's a fast game. Yeah. guys are going to get hit. It doesn't matter if yeah. they're... But now it's every big
2: hit, no matter if it's
0: clean. There's you know, always a response. If they're Brandon Prust or if they're fucking Connor McDavid. Yeah. You're going to get...
1: It's hockey. There's. It's a physical game. You wouldn't believe this, but it is a contact sport. <laughs> <laughs> the players all all hate it too, right? Like, the, the players all think it's clean. And, and then they're like, well, how do you police? And it's like, the way you police, if you, you know... It's, Jordan Subban, a Canucks prospect who know, none of your listeners know, uh, boarded Nikolai Ehlers, who we have already discussed. None of your listeners. <laughs> know. And uh, well, we do actually tra- have a lot yeah, of listeners can you not trash who are from our listeners, Vancouver.
3: Please. That's our job. Yeah. Only we can. Our do listeners that. are garbage. Yeah. 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 But, <laughs> no, not you. You <laughs> cannot insult them. God, you're a slow we learner. We We do have a lot
0: of Vancouver listeners, but we also have a lot of listeners from all over the place honestly it makes me sick
3: how many vancouver listeners we have (laughs) stop honestly if you're listening to this in vancouver fuck you
0: speaking for himself (laughs) and certainly not for me or stefan
3: i mean i live here but like fuck you you know what i mean
0: (laughs) you guys get it you were saying though
1: <laughs> oh yeah no Brendan Lemieux who's uh, the son of Claude I actually hope he makes the NHL just because I want to continuously refer to him son of Claude son of Claude, yeah, yeah, Claude. Like a, or, or Lemieux the younger like I really like those sort of weird um, you know 18th century Britishisms Yeah. I like to refer to hockey players like them especially because it, it's such a small world with it so many.
0: sounds like something like
1: Thor would say right yeah, yeah. Or, <laughs> or, or, or Edmund Burke or something, so like, um, Edmund I like that uh, yeah distant cousin of Brian. <laughs> Edmund Burke. And, uh, so anyway, uh, you know, Son of Claude just jumps him, and just starts punching him in the face, and he gets a ton of licks in on this little 5'9 guy, who he's significantly bigger than.
0: Jordan Subban. Jordan Subban.
1: And after the game, just Subban's like, I liked that, because then I could play, and I didn't have to worry about someone just, like, coming from my head. Yeah. It was even. It's just dealt with. Yeah, it's dealt with. And, uh, and yeah, and, you know, he got the two minutes for instigating, I mean, the risk is you get two five, ten, uh doing that, but, like, you know, if you want to be a policeman in a game with which has an instigator penalty, you got to be willing to sit in the box.
3: Well, so. and chances are good you're also a shit player, and it doesn't make a difference <laughs> if you yeah. have to sit in the box for 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Son of Claude. <laughs> son of
0: Claude. <laughs> That's what those guys are there for.
3: Exactly. Sit in the but, box, be shitty. But
0: in the case of Vertanen and McDavid, McDavid himself is like the hit was clean,
1: totally clean. Uh, but you know, Darnell Nurse ends up taking a penalty out of it. Uh, he was Edmonton's first best defenseman at the tournament mitch morose ends up taking some penalties uh, as a result of it and then mitch morose gets jumped by a canucks prospect and he spends sort of five additional minutes in the in the box and he's uh, their first line winger so you know i think the good thing uh, that that a player i guess like for or a physical player can do is uh make the other team so mad that they start to shoot themselves in the foot right and yeah. i think that's sort of the advantage of Physical play. You just want to sort of be a rat in a way that works in your favor. Which you would Definitely worth a, a sixth overall pick. Yeah,
2: you would hope for a
0: little bit more from sixth overall. Oh, so. sorry, but I was
1: being realistic about like might actually happen. Whoa, no, he's a, he's a, he's gonna sell some jerseys. That's all I'm. He's say. he's uh, he's a
0: personality, yeah,
1: he's and. Uh,
0: I think I'll have
2: fun watching yeah, it this year, but it's going to kind of be like uh, devoid like, of personalities
1: after yeah. the summer
0: that they've had. But um, you wrote uh, today for Sportsnet about uh, you talked to Trevor Linden about the, the summer that they've had. Yeah, and uh... so,
1: so here, I'll tell you this. Um, you know, I wanted to end the piece with this, but I couldn't because it just didn't quite fit with the tone. The f- tone wasn't that negative.
3: <laughs> but I'll bring it to your negative podcast. <laughs> slam it on your shitbag listeners. <laughs> it didn't quite fit with the thesis all that I'm saying. So, um, this, summer, this, summer, this summer I quit smoking
1: until I drove up to Penticton this uh, weekend. I stopped in Hope and I bought a pack of cigarettes and I just like chain smoked the whole oh, no! I like, totally lost like, two and a half months of progress. Uh, which is terrible. So anyway, after this last... Bad game, for you. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bad for you. <laughs> so, um, a- anyway, uh, after the game, I'm outside and I have a smoke and I come back and... Um, you know,
3: Jake Furtanen you know, is smoking. <laughs> no, no, <I'm> outside <laughs> with you. Oh yeah, God. You know,
1: it's actually kind of an advantage to smoke as a hockey reporter because you end up seeing like guys arrive at the r- rink late they are injured and they won't be announced like I saw Brad Richardson anyway whatever I'm not going to keep going on on this so I've interviewed Trevor Linden about like his legacy being on the line and uh, you know some of the controversial decisions the team made and so you know there's the uh, service exit right and there's the team bus and there's only like a blip like a quarter of a second for which you you'll be visible walking between the two on on the way to the car and Lyndon does that and there's like a throng of jersey clad canucks fans Lyndon, trevor trevor come sign right like just like mobby mob yelling at him and he like slinks off and uh, and it's like the attendant you know the arena attendant and this happens every time there's like a starving mob she's just like poor guy he just wants to be left alone <laughs> 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 It was just like, oh, I wish I could end my piece like that, but it wasn't quite <laughs> negative enough. Like, yeah. It hadn't been that negative, so it wasn't the right like flourish. Um, so, yeah. But you angry. did
0: write about him be, like, being mobbed. I did, but decided, I just le- I left it he with him. Like, he still got it. The people still love him. still love him. Stepped like, around this table. <laughs>
3: but, 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 like. I've never loved him, for the record. No,
0: wait, I still, like, I still, <laughs> he's still beloved, but it's just like. You can eating, separate the player and the executive. Like, yeah. yeah. Like the paint is just peeling off right yeah. now
3: i don't I didn't like him as a player or executive <laughs> again, just for the record,
0: well, Mr. Toronto checking in over
3: here. well, he just was not that good of a hockey player. let's call it what it is, true,
2: um, it's kinda kind, of, kind yeah. Of, yeah. Wendell Clark sucks <laughs> Plus defensive value.
3: they didn't even count advanced stats in ninety five <laughs> <laughs> gives a shit. Didn't, well uh I was ten and all I knew was he was a piece of shit. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, it was I didn't hate him. He then. was good. He was, he
0: was good. average. He, he was real good. He was, he was better than average. Yeah. Slightly. He was real good, but not real great. Yeah, no,
3: he definitely wasn't great.
0: Um <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah, like we we uh occasionally get pretty negative around here, especially about uh Jim Benning and uh yeah, especially especially do. about Lucas Pisa so, Well
1: yeah, I mean the Benning thing is really funny, though. So I like because that hate level has gone too far. I, uh, I actually I should pull up my mentions. So I tweeted about he talked about Brendan Gaunt's coming up again. Here wow. we go.
3: <laughs> the official <laughs> podcast of Brendan Gaunt's real oh, good God. show. Yeah, you guys... Tune in next week where we'll have his brother Cameron Gaunt's on the show <laughs> to discuss <laughs> Brendan's hockey <laughs> career.
1: Um, so I tweeted that Benning had said that Gaunt's that Gauns had been scratched as a reward, um, and, uh,
3: and I think missing any game for the Canucks is a right. bit of a reward, <laughs> isn't it? Right, being scratched. <laughs> you guys get it this the year.
1: Ats that I got from Benning says Gauns has been scratched as a reward for his form in the first two games, and the responses I got, like the first at, was like, "Fuck." <laughs> 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 <Sorry>. <laughs> Honestly, it's so fucked that I need to like gather myself. It was like, "Fuck." Why doesn't he just let Lyndon do the talking? And it's like, what he's t- he didn't say he didn't say anything yeah, weird. And then uh, and then like I got another response that was like, um, like I get what he's saying, but it could have been phrased better. And it's like, no, it couldn't have. Like it's a reward, like. <laughs> it's not a problem. Yeah. Nothing well, this
0: is coming on the heels of him making a, an actually stupid but comment, though. He didn't
1: though. actually make a stupid comment there, either. They're like... Is this
2: the Ryan Miller?
1: Well, no. So that might have been a stupid yeah. That was what I was
2: That was a very stupid but comment.
1: The, well, so I... Anyway. The, the the one, though, that I saw him getting a lot of heat for was... um You know, he's asked point blank. He's like... Do you think the team is a 100 point team this year? And he's like, yeah, I think so. And then he like goes into an answer, you know, defending the work he's done. But like, what do you expect a guy to say in yeah. that situation? Like, no, man. boy, <laughs> What was I thinking? Are we going to be bad or what? <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from the arena fans. Yeah.
3: 100 points. We'll be lucky to get 50, am I right?
1: <laughs> the, 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 the the Luongo, sorry, sorry, the 40-year-old that
3: Yeah, the Miller quote.
0: Miller. Yeah These elite goalies Stay great into their 40s all, Like
1: who First of all yeah. Every fucking GM Who signs An aging goalie Says that Goalie Aging curves Are different For the great goalies And in fairness They do They do
3: Sort of Gillis But they're not Knuckleball pitchers
0: Gillis said that about Luongo, that about Luongo. Pretty, But yeah. when you sign that contract You kind of have to yeah. say that
3: And yeah. Luongo was also like 31 at the time And Miller, And a better goal And Miller yes. could <laughs> Through 42
1: yeah, Miller, yeah no I know that But and, it's and it's, Gillis, it's Gillis, Gillis was Especially because You know once the Longo rule came into effect. Like Gillis would defend the likelihood. That yeah, 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 likelihood yeah. Threw.
3: But it's real easy to sit there and defend that when he's still playing elite net minding at in his early thirties for
1: sure. And it's ten years down the road. Yeah, exactly. And Miller
3: could be
0: gone in two seasons. And there's no reason to be talking about or, or, what he's doing or in his he 40s. it could be
3: extended to a four-year contract. Oh, July 1st. I hope so, baby. Keep it rolling. Four more years. Four more years. Four more years. Four more years.
1: <laughs> One thing I do worry about, though, with Benning is I do think like you know when he says something like that you do think that he's maybe you know in his mind he's like tim thomas was really good for us in uh, in his late 30s you know what i'm saying true you do
3: wonder if but tim thomas wasn't good until he was like 33 so that's like a different tim curve thomas. altogether
1: tim thomas breaks the aging curve yeah there's so few 36 year old goalies that like got better the aging yeah. curve. it's like yeah like yeah. there's a weird tim thomas bump
0: like dwayne rollison maybe maybe
3: But, like, he was decent before. Yeah, he he, wasn't as uh,
0: out of nowhere as Tim Thomas. Because Tim Thomas played in Finland
3: Finland, for Europe, yeah. Yeah. In his 30s. Yeah, Tim Thomas came from nowhere.
1: But, yeah, I I do wonder for for guys like, you know, uh, scouting types, if, like, some of their experience might help them find the exceptions. But generally speaking, you want to be playing the odds and not looking for exceptions at all. Yeah. Right. And so I think that's sort of... Um, that's sort of where you get into this sort of clash between, I think, how Benning's received uh, or been received by, you know, people who analyze the game the way I do uh, versus, you know, the, the way that he sort of sees the team. I think that's where that gap is, is that sort of uh, exceptional versus, you know, just like playing the odds and doing the smart thing.
0: And you uh, are uh, something of an analytics guru. Uh, I think it's safe to call you that. I don't know. You just winced when I called you <laughs> I don't you think that. it's safe <laughs> to call That's anyone that. the word guru. A, a, yeah. maybe not a guru. <laughs> just, just a
3: weird word to say.
1: <laughs> yeah, I say yeah. Guru. I would say I like have a basic understanding of hockey analytics and I'm a social media guru. Well, yeah. But,
3: but you, you can, you can put Let it... me choose my guru, Justin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can put it into writing. In a way that I can read it and understand it. Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, so that's a, a quality skill of yours, but you know a fair bit about uh, advanced statistics, let's say, um, because that's what the the bulk of your writing uh, includes. I won't in- say entails, but it includes it, definitely. Uh, so with that in mind, I think there's a lot of people who listen to our show, particularly outside of the Vancouver market, and hear the way that we talk about Lucas Pisa and think... There's no way that he's that bad, is there? It couldn't be possible that he could be that bad. And so, Thomas Trance, numbers guru, I ask you, is he that bad? Yes. (laughs) So,
1: you know, I think... (laughs) Uh,
3: Validation. I just threw
0: my arms up in victory. I
3: I guess that's at me. You're throwing your arms up at me, but like... (laughs) I I just don't care. That's really what it comes down to, because I still don't think he's as bad. And also, I secretly want him to play for the Canucks forever, because I hate them.
1: He he will. If you like seeing goals, Lucas Bees is your man.
3: I love seeing (laughs) goals. goals. I, I do I'm, I'm
1: someone who roots for goals like i always want to see lots of goals yeah who so. doesn't uh you know lucas spisa's uh yeah i mean i i wrote a big thing in connects army last year i was saying you know he's the clear choice for most exciting player um you know he should win that award and uh you know it'll be really nice to enjoy like the full fruits of the mcdavid sam Bennett era, uh with oh
2: mcdavid against spisa is just gonna be i can't wait it's gonna be great yeah i can't so, wait
1: you know Spisa actively contributes to the act of being outscored is basically the guys, easiest way to say it. You guys
3: remember that year that they did the like uh, shootout? Uh, like the fir- I think it was the first year they introduced the shootout to the All-Star game. That kind of like they where they were going for the slam dunk contest. Oh, like, type the, trick like and, the trick shots. The trick shots thing. And they just got like beer league goalies to like play net against yeah. like Ovechkin and Malkin and stuff. That's yeah. going to be like McDavid versus Spisa is going to be the beer league goalie. But
0: I have to say like I've kind of come around on Lucas Pisa Like not as a See, player. This is what as not a as a player. Not, not, not even as a person. <laughs> 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 he is
2: legitimately That's what I've heard. He's like a great interview. He's a really nice guy. Great interview. Yeah.
0: Nice guy. But I was just and I wrote this on Twitter earlier this week. It just seems like you know this is a team that uh, with the you know influx of Jake Vertanen perhaps notwithstanding lost a lot of personality this year and if they're gonna be bad uh there's not like it's they'd just be kind of boringly bad and like painful and like it's it's kind it's not fun to hate jim benning because it's just like it, it's no, it is it's <laughs> like there's some like there's a bit of like an emotional release in just like saying the things that we've said about him uh but uh you know it, 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 he's in charge and he's gonna be in charge for quite a while so, so it's not
1: he's an i first of all so i you know i think there's a knee-jerk it's full of uh there okay i think that's like a, a an active thing like i don't think jim is um as clueless as he's painted but making fun of him quite seriously i also think yeah. if you want a nice guy like jim benning is a lovely dude like just a very nice guy very friendly man um and a very useful guy in terms of you know accommodating uh a media <laughs> Which is what you want.
3: I like that most, you're just talking. Just the most important. Thing. You're, yeah, you're just talking about your own personal <laughs> self. Well, did, you know what, Jim Benning, uh, I don't, I don't think he's that bad of a guy because Benning returns your calls. Yeah. He returns my calls. Bought me some bagels. Listen, I'll tell you.
1: But you know, he's a, uh, you'll, he's a nice guy, and I don't think he's, I don't think he's as clueless. And again, I think people are jumping down his throat now. Like it's gotten to the point of. Uh, parody where there's like overreach, like oh my God, I can't believe he said they're a hundred point team. He's like he said yes to a question he had no option, yeah. to say no to, you yeah. know what I'm saying, like he said, you know the thing that we've heard a lot of g m say about aging goalies, um he said that gauntz was rewarded, you know what I mean, and people are like, ah, oh, shut up, Jim, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come on, this is complete bullshit Jim's uh you know i think I think he's an old school hockey guy, I think. There a lot of the shit that's getting sort of uh, spewed his way might not be the fairest.
0: But making fun of him fills me with like hopelessness and despair. It's not fun.
2: Yeah, because it's like the team we love. <laughs>
0: yeah, making fun of Lucas Spisa, though, is the most fun thing. Like, it is, it is honestly, at this point right now, probably my favorite thing about being a Canucks fan. So I can't, uh, you know, th- it, that's bad. That's very bad. Well, the, be- the
2: best part of any Canucks game next year is going to be when Lucas Bees has the puck behind the net, because I just never know what's going to happen. But I would
0: happily take the amusing schadenfreude of him being terrible than just like the dull. Egg oh, yeah. of yeah, being a horrible
2: team. Yeah, no, absolutely without him. Yeah,
1: so, you know, I think a couple things. First of all, there's no way that a Vancouver Canucks team will be will suck in a way that's not amusing. <laughs> uh, second of all, I think you know. I you know I'm talking to the media up in uh, up in Penticton right like talking to the Calgary guys it's like the idea that Calgary might not be better than Vancouver has not crossed any of their minds this summer and maybe that's fair but like it's not clear like that's not obvious I don't think and it's the same with Edmonton like everyone has done this, you know, for for a lot of years in a row, where it's like, oh well, the Sedin's are thirty five now, time to pack it up. Yeah, and it's like every year there, you know, 60, 70 point players. Um, at the end of the day, when you have a first line center like Henrik Sedin who can still hang with the best in the league, and then you have a pretty decent top pair, uh, you know, like that's forty percent of your even strength ice time, and then there are good special teams uh, club. Like if they, if, so long as their goaltending isn't a cratering. Wasteland Which is which totally might be Yeah, yeah. Totally. But you know what So might Calgary So might Edmonton So might San Jose It's like this is a Conference they, with some Bad they, goaltenders They
0: just lost a lot of Offense that they didn't Really replace y- Yes And <laughs> They uh, Like so, If we look at last year's team I don't think that's a team That makes the playoffs If Ryan Miller Doesn't get injured
2: Well they had all the Empty net goals They won all the One goal games They I mean, had some cluster luck For sure Yeah
1: Cluster um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> what a phrase! <laughs> anyway, uh, I just say don't think it's a slam dunk that they're going to be awful. Okay, and uh, and you know, regardless, I think we have followed this franchise long enough to know that if they're bad, they'll be bad in some you know fantastic dysfunctional way. that yeah. will uh, that will amuse amuse you know the masses despite an eighty three point season. Not quite at the John Tortorella level, but like you know sixty percent of the way. There. That was the, that was. That was super fun. Yeah,
0: it was. That was crazy. It was terrible. It was yeah. the worst. It was so bad. But it was the worst in a like. It was a sheer spectacle how bad it was. Yeah, it was. It was like but man, that Water World. Was
1: painful to watch when Henrik is hurt, right? Like, yeah. Like, as someone who's you know has to watch all eighty-two games, like just I you know I'm I'm at this point an objective observer. At least I try to be, but uh but. You know, I don't want to watch a team that's just like that lifeless. <laughs> well, that's
3: the thing. The Canucks, with all that being said, are one injury to a huge. Like, to, if Edler or Tanev gets hurt or one of the Sedins.
1: So I, I think it's just Tanev. That's the only one that screws them completely. I think yeah. Everything else you. Can-
2: yeah, because then the top line center is yeah. Sutter. Or, or, or bad.
1: Bad. anyway, the Leafs might win twenty games by February. Oh yeah, I don't think they're good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm not
3: sitting here saying they're good. No,
1: no, no. And you know what? My favorite though, my favorite thing. So you know, I, I live in Toronto Bank, uh, from Vancouver. My favorite thing right now. We're so opposites. You're, you're the, you're the, oh, the, uh,
3: oh my god, oh my my god. we're so cute. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: Bizarro versions of each other.
1: Yeah. The thing I like about Toronto right now, and talking about the Maple Leafs, is everyone's like, "Oh, we're ready. We're ready to suck." Like we're we're ready now.
3: No, it's no, like we've like, always been ready.
1: No, you guys have sucked for ten years.
3: And we were ready the whole time. And and then also anyone like, saying that is not a truth. But fan.
1: they were no. they were desperate though. But I think here's the thing: is that um, they're wrong. Like Toronto is not ultimately going to be patient for this crappy team. Like twenty win twenty wins in February, there's going to be a shit show. Oh yeah, of yeah. course. Everyone's gonna get criticized. People will be like, "Babcock's not worth the money."
3: Oh yeah, like,
1: they didn't salute. You know, we'll be
3: <laughs> we'll be lucky if we make it to the new year before the first like fire Babcock thing piece is written. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, oh, it's like, probably already been penned, yeah. just sitting yeah, in yeah, the drafts
3: folder. The day the contract was. Surprised. The Leafs are bad. We don't need to talk about them. Uh, but they have. <laughs> they suck.
0: They have direction.
3: Sort of. In a way that we'll see.
0: Like the Canucks just like. Nothing that they did today, or this summer rather, like pieced together. If you're making a puzzle of what their plan is, it's they're all from different well, Yeah, because like, I, I like... Every e- piece is from a different puzzle. Even going back,
2: like, you know, a year or two, like, I like the verbata move. I like the barchi move. And I can see the logic behind those moves. And even like, you know, the Linden Vay trade, I can see the logic there. But then it kind of goes against the other moves he's made too. So I don't know what the, like, the consistent vision is. I
1: think, I think... Though, I actually think you're touching on like the thing that I like most, yeah, uh, about Jim Benning, like the thing that I think you can legitimately say about him that's positive, right? There's two: first of all, decisive, right? He's decisive, he makes deals and he'll make a lot of them, yeah, make them quickly. And you know, he can, he, his moves have actually generally fixed what's, or at least have been aimed at fixing problems. So, like, in the Kessler deal, in the Vay trade, like last summer, the bringing in Verbata, like all of those moves at least sort of fit a vague outline of improving the club's forward depth, which yeah. had been an issue since, like, Andrew Rabbit and Keith Ballard played on the third line together, right? Like, it was grim uh, for years. And he sort of did address that issue. It was exposed against Calgary. He didn't quite address it, but he got 80% of the way there. And then you look at Barkowski and, um, and you know, keeping Yannick Weber and shipping Yopiexa, yeah. he's at least made his blue line faster sort of uh, relatively cheaply. And then the other thing is I like it- that he just doesn't have any loyalty to his players. Like, he will change his mind.
3: Yeah. You know what I
1: mean? Like, oh, I brought in Adam Clendenning. I'm shipping out Adam Clendenning. He's not fast enough. I saw him in the AHL playoffs. He's not fast enough. Like, I like that. Like, I brought in Bonino. Like, man, Bonino's slow.
2: Well, it's like cutting your lo- cutting your losses, I guess, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And
1: Gillis never did that. Yeah. You know, lots of NHL teams yeah. just, like, sit with festering mistakes, um, you know, for years and years. So Tyler Bozak. <clears throat> <laughs> so anyway, I'm just saying... You know, as much as as much as you guys make fun of, you know, say, uh, the Lucas Pisa contract, like, I don't think he's so much Jim's guy that Jim won't hesitate to turn that into, you know, Lucas Pisa's retained salary um, once it becomes evident that that's possible. Like, And at the end of the day, I think that's actually an advantage. Like, I think... Well,
0: and if he got well, calls on Ryan Miller this year, then... Well, well and I, I think just, we can yeah. all agree Jim betting did him the him right him. thing by
3: signing Spiza for expansion draft protection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, God. <laughs> There's calls for
0: Miller. There could be calls for Spisa. That's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. It's in the realm of possibility. But you really like Jordan Subban too. You were pretty yeah, impressed with him. Fun. He's fun. Uh, so it seems a like fun in a the time. the defense core is getting younger. And they still won't, because Subban won't be
3: on the team for another four years. If he's lucky to make it ever. <laughs> well, <laughs> Thanks, John. Probably. <laughs> Just saying. That's a
0: little perspective <laughs> required. That's what he's here for. Yeah. <laughs>
3: He's not, <laughs> He's not wrong. Thank you. Wrong. Thank you.
0: Well, that's uh, probably uh, enough of the hockey discussion because way too uh, much. Th- this was it's uh, fine though.
3: John tuned out about 20 minutes. This was I week, did. Week 1 of Because it NFL. wasn't even hockey discussion, it was the worst team in the NHL discussion. <laughs> week- I fell asleep halfway through. I just woke up in a fever dream like, "Oh, they're still talking about the Canucks." And then I just felt like I had to yell something. <laughs> <laughs> ah! I'm gone. Good night.